Hello and welcome to The Walk, a podcast where we discuss parenting and what the Bible says about it. God's Word contains truth, encouragement, and application, which we want to share with you, the mom or dad journeying through the chaos of raising kids, from the newborn to the rebellious teenager. Our mission is to provide you with hope and skills that allows you to be the parent God calls you to be. Today we're focusing on Proverbs Chapter 17, verse 6 says, Children's children are a crown to the aged, and parents are the pride of their children. As we wrap up our Prayer Pillars series, this episode focuses on the prayer of guidance. So jumping straight into the scripture with this episode, the reality is our kids aren't going to be children forever. Eventually, typically, somewhere in their mid to late 20s, most often than not, they will begin to have a family of their own. They find a significant other, they get married, have kids, and ultimately you try to raise them to follow and pursue the Lord on their own and hope that they continue to teach their own kids God's truth. That doesn't mean we don't have influence on our own kids or our grandkids, Because we definitely do. How we influence just changes. But ultimately, our last pillar of prayer is guidance. Praying for God to guide our children to raise and lead a family of their own for the Lord. So today, I'm focusing on why prayer for guidance is significant once your kids are out of the house. But also, I'm going to briefly talk about the influence we have on the realm of being a grandparent or an empty nester. Because over the course of history, and even in our society today, grandparents play a huge role in the lives of children. So as we've gone through this series, we have somewhat seen a progression. We started off with gratitude and salvation, which is geared towards children that are younger. And the pillars of wisdom and guidance are transitioning into our kids being adults. And God's guidance to lead our families to Him is so necessary. Without guidance from his word and his spirit, we'd be waking in, we'd be walking in circles or going in the opposite direction of his calling. We need him. A parent who's trying to lead their family blind is going to do damage not only to himself, but also to everybody who follows. It's this chain reaction for generations. Ultimately, what you instill in your children when they're younger is carried on with them into adulthood. Maybe not everything you taught them, but basic principles and values that are consistently reinforced within the home will stick, biblical or not, whether they are positive or negative. And chances are likely they will carry those values and pass them down to their children. This is why God's guidance is so important. If you as a mom or dad, value God in your home and walk by faith with your family, your kids will see that. They will see the beauty and power of that. They will believe in the work of the Holy Spirit, and they will see the fruit of God's Spirit in the lives of their parents, and hopefully would be poured out to them and to others. If we talk the talk and claim that there's value of God in the home, but there's no evidence of it, I'm telling you, kids pick up on the hypocrisy so easily. And don't get me wrong, nobody does this perfectly. 
There has to be an immense amount of intentionality in your personal relationship with God. But if kids pick up on your hypocrisy, they could eventually feel deceived and possibly want nothing to do with God when they're older. And as your kids get older and make decisions for themselves and start a family, the influence of being a grandparent is a big deal. As I reflect back on my own childhood, I had two grandmas that really poured their time and energy into me. And this isn't even on a spiritual level. Like, I I didn't know God growing up. I never read the Bible. Both of my grandmas loved me and spent time with me and invested in me. One of them went to everything. Every soccer game, band and choir concert, graduation for fifth grade and for high school. You know, don't ever underestimate the power and influence of being a grandparent. My mother-in-law claims that her grandpa was her hero, just filled with admiration and respect for that guy. And from talking to a lot of older parents who are now grandparents, many of them realize that they could have done things differently. They made mistakes, and some of those mistakes were crucial. They weren't the perfect parent, and they have regrets. Think about the things they did wrong or could have done better. Think about the things that your parents did wrong or could have done better. It doesn't have to end there. Just because you felt as though you didn't give enough time to your kids, or perhaps you had said or have done some things you wish you hadn't, and that relationship is broken, you know, what can you do to restore it? Can you make amends? Is there forgiveness involved? And if so, what kind of impact can you make on your grandkids? If you weren't intentional for the first 25 years of parenting, maybe you can be more intentional for the next 25 years with your grandchildren. Even looking at the generations of kings in Israel perhaps had influence from from grandparents. Now, I don't know the depths of Jewish history, but I do know that King Josiah was one of the kings who did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. And what's crazy is that he became a king when he was eight years old immediately after his father, Amon's death. Now, what's interesting about Josiah's lineage is that his grandfather, King Manasseh, was a wicked king, set up idols to worship and pursued worldly things. But later on, he was captured and imprisoned by the nation of Babylon. And while he was there, he humbled himself before the Lord and knew that he was God. And Manasseh had a change of heart. He worshipped and served God and reigned for a total of 55 years. And after he died, his son, Amon, was wicked and worshipped the idols his father, Manasseh, had set up. Unfortunately, or fortunately, he was killed two years later, which leads us to Josiah. Now, I know that Josiah would have been about six when his dad, Amon, became king. But I can't help but wonder if during the first six years of Josiah's life, how much influence his grandfather Manasseh had. I have no idea. This is pure speculation. But he could have never seen Josiah. Or he could have interacted with him on a daily basis. And it really makes me think because we know that Amon, Josiah's father, was evil. He wasn't a good guy. But Josiah was surrounded by wise counsel even when he was young. Could his grandfather, Manasseh, have been a part of that wise counsel? So my encouragement to you is that don't underestimate your influence as a grandparent. You could have 
a much more powerful impact on your grandkids on your grandkids than you might think. And you can find the story about Manasseh in 2 Chronicles 33. So check it out. Many of you know that I work in a middle school and interact with hundreds of students on a daily basis. Sadly, there are a lot of broken homes all throughout our area. And a lot of these teenagers, a lot of these teens have homes where they're abused, or parents are split up, and they have to spend time with mom for one week and then dad another, and each parent's rules are different. And most of those situations, the parents don't see eye to eye. And they badmouth the other parent and fill their kids with lies out of anger, frustration, heartbreak, resentment. And you know, it's hard for those kids. People aren't perfect, including moms and dads. And from what I've seen, if the home is intact, and I'm not even talking about being a God-fearing, Bible-believing home. I'm just saying that the family unit as God designed it is intact. One mom, one dad, married. Those kids are much more successful in school. They have a lot more support outside of school and have an overall better childhood. And what scares me is the thought of my own kids being the parent in a broken home. The what-if game plagues my mind as my girls get older. But asking God for guidance, not just for yourself as a mom or dad, but for your kids as they transition into adulthood and start their own family. Because life changes drastically once you start having kids. And as imperfect as we may be, we can use all the guidance we can get. But the one who offers true guidance is the one who will remain faithful to us. They will, he will remain faithful to our kids, no matter what happens. And I think as parents, we should be involved in the lives, of, the lives of our kids as they're adults. But how you are involved changes. And I had mentioned that in our last episode. How we treat our kids as kids changes. The way you parent shifts as they get older and begin their own parenting journey. And it's just fascinating to me that, you know, I didn't have... I didn't have a whole lot of biblical teaching growing up. But all it took was one little incident as an 18-year-old that started a flame, that started this journey of following God. It doesn't take this big, magnificent moment. It just takes a little bit of encouragement, you know, a step in the right direction, a little bit of guidance some godly guidance. And, you know, the the blessings over the last 12 years just continues to multiply. And that's what I want for your family. That's what I want for your kids, especially as they get older and transition into college and transition into getting married and starting their own family. 
how much of an impact can you have on grandkids, but also continue to pray for God's guidance for those adult children. Because as much as you are encouraged and as much love as you pour out for your kids when they're younger, there's something profound when they transition into adulthood and walk in the ways of the Lord. That's all for today. Items, links, and show notes can be found in the description of wherever you listen to podcasts. We want to say thank you to Pixabay Music and all of you who are listening. We appreciate all of your support, and thanks again. This is The Walk.